This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Be sure to also follow on YouTube. Search for Flash Film Academy. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. This is a Flash Film Media Podcast. What is going on, everybody? If this is the first time on my channel, then you know this channel is not about editing your little sister TikTok videos trying to make her seem like she's on beat this channel is simply about the business side of content creation right if if tiktok editing music videos is a thing and you want to learn how to do it from your iphone or from your uh free android phone that you got six years ago it's not the place this place is to teach you how to grow your business so you can get that bag all right so if you're watching this Make sure you hit that thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. If you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you rate us. Give us five stars wherever you're listening to it at. And if you want to watch it next time, make sure you go to Flash Film Academy uh, on YouTube or you can go to FlashFilmAcademy.com and get a link. And if you're watching it and you want to uh, listen to the podcast, make sure you search for Flash Film Academy's podcast about content and cash. You can find it wherever you watch or listen to podcasts. So today I wanted to get into this conversation simply because I had, I had a company reach out to me and I had a company that offered portfolio websites for photographers. And it was like, I think it'll be a great idea. If we work together and blah, 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 blah. You know, your audience will really love them. Like you obviously don't watch my channel because I never really, um, I never really advise my audience to get a portfolio web page. Now there is a place for it, um, but it is not in the future, in my opinion. And this is just me talking. This is just my opinion, right? When should you have a portfolio website compared to a traditional business website that we're going to go into? And the uh, the answer, honestly, is a straightforward answer. That question itself was a trick question. It is great to have a portfolio website if you're trying to do one of two things. You're trying to get a job or you're trying to freelance, right? And those are the only times it's okay to have a portfolio website. Now, what do I mean when I say a portfolio website? What is a portfolio website, right? A portfolio website is a website that just has a bunch of pictures and contact information. Bio, pictures, bunch of pictures, contact information. It's one of those really pretty sites you go to and you're like, wow, look at all these pictures. I got, you know, women half naked in milk. I got pictures of landscapes over here. I got drone photography over here. It's dope. It got all these great images and you got a bio. Hey, I've been taking pictures for 82 years. I'm, I'm 127 years old. You know, I took pictures during the civil war, during the March on Washington doing everything. And now I got a bunch of pictures to show you. My name is uh, John Smith and this is, you know, John Smith photography. I can be reached at this number, blah, 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 blah. This is what I do. Um, and that's what a portfolio website is. If you are a, if you are a, um, if you're looking for a job, like I said, or you're trying to do, um, something on the side for a business, that's the only time you'll ever need one of those. A lot of old photographers, a lot of old videographers still preach portfolio sites because they're not thinking in the new era of starting a business for yourself. They're just thinking of getting a job or freelancing. There's a lot of guys I know who say they're business owners and they're just freelancers. It's a huge difference between being a freelancers, a freelancer and a business owner. Right. A freelancer is just hired for projects. A business owner is too, so to speak, but in a whole different form. 
right? A business owner offers a complete solution. A freelancer is brought in when a company has the solution and they need you to just perform a certain task within that solution. That means you don't get the whole check. You just get a little bit of it. As a business owner, I can provide that solution. I know what's best because I work with a bunch of clients who do what you do. And my my knowledge, um, my vast knowledge uh, is based off working with multiple clients where as a business, your your knowledge is only based off your business. Right. You can only you can tell you can gauge whether or not something's going to work on your Facebook page based off what you've posted. But I work with a lot of different people who do what you do. So my knowledge is going to be greater and I'm going to offer a broader look at what success looks like. That makes me more valuable. That means I'm way more valuable. Right. So because of that, I can offer a unique perspective that you can't get. And that unique perspective can help you take your business to the next level. That's what you should be offering to your niche, to your your clientele. Now, let's go back a little bit Um, because you should not be. There isn't a need for a portfolio site, you know, as a business owner, because portfolio sites don't do a good job at providing the solution. They only show what you can do. And a lot of people have set up portfolio sites and they wonder why they can't get business because they're pretty. They show stuff, but nobody is learning as to why they should hire you um, to help with what they need help with. So make sure when you build your website, it is not a portfolio site. That is not what you want. You do not want a portfolio site. That is old method Kodak film camera um, thinking. It's just an old method of doing it, right? It's just it's it's a HTML code in a in a you know it's a flash code, and we're in a whole different set of websites now. So it's just old school, and it's something that. People who don't take the time to understand and learn about business is something that they'll do and they don't understand why it's not working. And it's not working because people who need what you have to offer, they they need the solution. The solution. I'm going to tell you now, listen, your ability to offer a solution is more valuable than your ability to execute that solution. Right. Don't overlook that. Your ability to go in and say, hey, we can create content that's designed like this, this and this to go after your target audience, because I know you're ta- after talking to you. I know your target audience is, you know, if you're selling um, what's the name of that, that spray, that body, Axe body spray, you're selling Axe body spray. Somebody went to the owners of Axe body spray and say, listen. The guys who are using Axe body spray are from the ages of 13 and 25, right? That is your ideal client. We don't need to go after 55-year-old men because they're not using Axe, right? What do guys between the age of 13 and 25, what do they all have in common? What do they all love? They all love women. So we put a bunch of girls chasing a guy who just sprayed himself with Axe. These guys are going to buy Axe body spray, right? They're going to do it. That's 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 what I mean when I say understand who their target audience is, right? Every single business knows who their target audience is or they should. If they don't, sometimes helping them understand who their target audience is will help, you know, will help you be more successful. Every every restaurant has a target audience. Right. I know my target audience on this channel, 98% of people are guys between the age of 25 and 35. 90, I'm going to say 90% of y'all, but about 60% is, and then it's the lower demographic age. And then it's the next demographic up. Um, and I know for sure 90% of, of my, of my viewers are men, 10% are women. And I'm trying to grow that side. Maybe I ain't cute enough, but I'm getting there, you know, but that's the goal. And, and in understanding that I know how to tailor my videos to to speak to that audience. You know, I, I talk to you like I talk to my friends. Hey bro, 
Hey, let me, you know what I'm saying? I use analogies that are based off relationships from a guy's point of view that a lot of guys get. So it's something to definitely think about when you go and you work with a business and you understand who their target audience is, right? So offering that solution is half of your money. It's half of what makes you valuable. If you go in there and you just say, I'm here to take pictures, you're not valuable. My phone does that. I got a cousin that got a camera. He just, he got a big old camera he got from Best Buy. It's big. He got the lenses on it. People don't know the difference between like, you know, a, a, a A9, um, a 1DX, and a Rebel. They just know it take lenses. It's big. It's black and it take lenses. He got it from Best Buy. So I know it's a good camera. He can come down here and shoot that too. They don't know. They don't know. People, people look at me weird when I, when I attach a microphone to their shirt, they think they're just going to talk into the camera and it's going to be perfect. They don't know. They don't realize what, um, they don't realize what goes into creating, uh, that content. They just, they don't know. So, you know, you have to provide that solution. It's all about the solution that you provide and your business website needs to speak to that solution more than it speaks to your portfolio. That's why I am big on having a strong reel, right? And that demo reel, anybody who been here and heard me say it a million times or took a course or whatever, I hammer in your head that that demo reel needs to explain your your solution while showing examples of success. That's that's the purpose of your demo reel. If your demo reel is just playing, a lot of people, like I said, it's just video and music. It's just a portfolio. It ain't going to help you because what you should be doing is offering more solution than content, right? Content is just a part of the solution. You are solution providers. You are a doctor. You just prescribe content, period, right? What is a, a drugstore without a doctor is useless. You mean you'll kill yourself. You're overdose. You won't get the right stuff. You'll be taking something to grow hair on your feet. You trying to grow hair on your back. You know, you'll be taking a steroid when you should be taking an antibiotic. What is, what is medicine or drugs without a doctor? Uh, often we look at ourselves again as drug dealers and we're not drug dealers. We are doctors. Right. They both do the same things. Just one has the knowledge to understand his target audience. He understands their ailments. He offer a solution to their problem. Hey, doc, my back is killing me. I need some medication. Doc may look at you and say, no, you need some insoles for your shoe. Your arch is wrong and it's causing your legs to do this, which is causing your back to do this. And yeah, I can give you some antibiotics. I can not antibiotics. I can give you some Aleve and it'll make you feel good for an hour, but then you'll be popping these for the rest of your life. However, the solution is insoles, better shoes. That'll help your back, a better bed, a better mattress. That'll help your back. You are that for your client. And when you have just a portfolio site, you just have a store with drugs in the window. Literally, they walking by and it's just buckets of drugs in the window. Um, so it's definitely something to think about. It's something that you want to keep in mind as you build your brand and, and the way you look at your brand. So you you don't want to be a drugstore. You don't want to have drugs in the window. You want to be a doctor ready to provide a solution. Where you're hurting? What's wrong? And that's why I go when I go talk to clients, I'm usually saying, "Hey, what's wrong? What's the problem? We need a video. Why? Why do you need a video? Why do you think video is the solution? It may not be. A podcast may be the solution. Uh, audio. I mean, you know, pictures may be the solution. What's What's the problem? You know, um, people. You know, tell you, oh, I, I'm this hurt, doc. Prescribe me that. I seen a commercial for whatever, and they was running on the beach. They looked like they were fine. Send me that. The doctor may be like, well, looking at your chart, you allergic to that. So provide the solution. Do not sell a drug. A portfolio website, again, it's just like walking past a store and they got drugs in the window. They just got a bunch of drugs. We sell this drug. We sell that drug. Drugs. And they don't even say what it's for. They don't even say how it helps you. It's just we got we got Percocets. We got Oxycontins. We got whatever. And people are like, I heard of them. I think they're good. My friend said he had one. You know, so that's something you want to you want to get out of that mindset and you want to offer the solution. Bring them in. Talk to them. 
You know, get the stethoscope and put it on the chest. Tell them to breathe. Take you know, when you go in, listen when you go into a client office, right? And the last video guy was like, "Yo, we can shoot that. What do you want?" And you go in there and you asking questions about the business. They're gonna look at you way different. They're gonna look at you way different um, than than they would have if you just went in there and shot a video. Every other video photography guy, even if headshots, right? Let's 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 take it to photography because a lot of photographers think that this may not apply to them. Ask them, what are you trying to achieve with your headshots? Why are you updating headshots? Well, our shots were old. The last photographer didn't do a good job. Yada yada yada. What do you what do you what do you want to achieve with these headshots? What do you mean? Do you want to be inviting? Do you want to look cutting edge? Like, what do you want to achieve with the headshots? Oh, I just want great headshots to make the business look modern. Cool. Let's do shallow depth of field. Let's pull you away from the blue backdrop that everybody's doing. Let's do a fun team photo. Let's do something silly. Let's do something different. Like those are things, like I'm telling you, when you start to look at it like that and you start to offer a company solution, they're going to look at you way different. Like what? This guy know what he's talking about. Cut this guy check. That's how you, that's how you, your business go from doing $150 headshots to doing $500 headshots. You know, um, if they're doing, they're doctors, like little stuff, like, you know, you want to see more inviting. You're a dentist. People are scared of dentists. Lean up a little bit in your picture. Lean into your picture a little bit, right? You look a little funner. You look a little cooler. This little slant that I'm doing right here, this little composition, this little head slant, right? That makes your doctor seem way cooler than if they're doing this. Come on in. Let me drill on your teeth. Just that little slant, that little, hey, how you doing? I'm your dentist. I'm here to drill on your teeth, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? It looks like, okay. So it's little things like that, that as you tend to work with your niche, you'll understand, you'll have a better understanding of, um, and you'll get good at. So, so today that's, that's what I want to talk about. Solutions, getting away from the portfolio sites. Don't do it. Do not do it. Even if you go to Squarespace, there's a ton of portfolio templates. Don't do it. You see, I never touch them. Be a business first. And content is your subscription. So, Silverfall Studios say, I'm revamping my website. Definitely a business, not a portfolio. Photographers forever have thoughts of just a gallery image will, will set them, will sell them. Not so. This is very correct, right? People who don't want to touch business, who don't want to learn about it, they think a portfolio will sell it. They think good images will sell it. it that is so not true. That is such a 1988 thing to do, right? When you walk, when you're in JCPenney's and you walk past all these portraits, you'll be thinking like, I need a picture of my family. It don't work like that no more because everybody got phones. A freelancer look for jobs, correct? Um, Perez say freelancers look for jobs. Business on, uh, businesses look for clients. That is correct. You want, you want clients. You want to offer the solution. As a freelancer, as a job, you're not offering a solution. You're just offering a drug. I'm just there to make drugs. I'm just there to hand out drugs. That's my job. I'm not there to be a doctor, to look at the problem, to analyze the problem. And you want to be a specialist. You want to be a foot doctor. You want to be a, that's what a niche is. It's just, you know, you want to be a neurologist. You want to be somebody who can really look at a specific type of, you know, ailment or pain or part of the body and you want to specialize in it. That's why neurologists make way more than a regular doctor, right? Anesthesiologists make a whole lot of money. So you want to, when I tell you to pick a niche, that's what you're doing. You're being a specialist in your industry. Neurologists have seen nothing but brains and they, that's, they know. They can, that's all they look at. They look at brain charts all day long so they can spot things that a guy who haven't who, or somebody else may have missed. So he's more valuable. When you pick your niche, you become more valuable. You become a specialist. So forgive me for skipping out on some of these questions. I wanted to make sure I got that out the way. And people had a really good understanding of why you need to stay away from portfolio sites if you're building a business, why you need to stay away from your little boring demo reel if you're building a business, right? 
Fun Film say I'm a super chat specialist. Good looking out on the super chats. Fun Film, you are a super chat specialist. You're like level, what did we leave off on last time? Level 20 something? You're, you're like, you're, you're top tier, bro. I appreciate you. Um, Aaron Rodriguez says, hey, Ty, I'm having a hard time narrowing down a niche. I know the importance of it, but any advice on how to pick one? Okay, take a combination of what you love to do and a combination of what you know a lot about, right? Put them together. Take a combination of what you love to, because whatever niche you pick, you're going to have to know it in and out. You're going to have to talk to business owners and know it, right? You can't sell roofs and only hang with, with renters, right? If you sell home roofs for homes, you need to hang with homeowners. They're going to tell you about roof problems, right? You can't hang with the wrong crowd if you don't know it, love it, and can't talk about it. And you got to, you know, you got to speak, you got to be intelligent about it or want to be intelligent about it, right? For me, I started with two things, right? Because I did a lot. I started with three things. I did a lot. I started with promo videos, companies that wanted to promote their brand. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even a promo product video. I started with videos about people who wanted to tell the world about their brand. Cause it was like a documentary a little bit. We started with history. We started with, and I had a, you know, I had a system. Let's talk about history. Let's talk about where you are now. Let's talk about where you're going. Let's talk about what you offer. Boom. That was my four part, every single promo video history, where you, where you are now, where you're going, what you want people to know? Like what, you know, what, what is it about you that sets you apart? What's special? That was it. Those four things I hit every single promo video with, and I created dope content from it with that same, that same thing. Next, I did a uh, corporate event photography, right? Corporate event photography is really easy. Before the event, we get setup shots. We get shots during the event, award ceremonies, whatever. Sometimes we get shots after the event. Real simple format. Boom. Headshots. I got I, my headshots is really simple. I come to your location. I get um, three different directions. Left of the camera, directly into the camera, right of the camera. Serious look, smirk, smile every single time. So one shot, you got like nine pictures. That was that was just my format, my formula every single time. Jazzy Photo, good looking out on the super chat. He said, uh, not your target audience, but learn it anyway. It's correct. Listen. I tell y'all all the time, uh, Olive Garden still sell chicken tenders and cheeseburgers. They still make money off of it. So even if not, even if you didn't go there for the, for the, uh, you know, for the Italian, there's still something on the menu for you. So I'm, I'm happy to have something on the menu that's not in my target audience. And I'm trying to grow what's not in my target audience. That's the goal is to get more people. How can I appeal to more people? So I definitely, uh, definitely want to do that. But but when it comes to a niche, you gotta you gotta be able to speak about it and talk about it um, in a way where you know where you you know what you're talking about. Fun film say I'm waiting on the ex girlfriend analogy. I'm a, I'm gonna throw one in today. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I'm gonna throw one in. So you know it, it's something you gotta think about. Today we're doing cream soda, Dr Pepper. If you've never had one of these, you you missing out. That's right. Hold your number. Look left, right. So, you you know, I encourage you with with each niche, come up with a come up with a, a formula. Right. Don't don't eyeball it every time, you know, come up with a formula, come up with structure because you ever put someone in your position or work with someone. You can give them direction on this is how we do it. This is our this is our um, systems and processes. Right. For me, when I do corporate events, I, I break I got an itinerary. These are pre-shoots. We shoot them differently than we shoot stuff during the event. Um, you know, it, we do we do stuff differently. And and people who work with me, they know what the process is. They know how we're going to do things. Um, and I, you know, I make sure I write it down and make it as detailed as possible. Is corporate videos a deep enough niche? No, it's not. What type of corporate video? Communication? Promo? Training, it's not deep enough. It's not deep enough. Because I, I guarantee you, listen, there's, there's probably a couple thousand people in your area that are Googling 
um, training video video production company. They're just looking for a video production company. There's nothing but training videos. I guarantee you. So, Chris Keenan say, uh, Dr. Pepper, where's the Arnold Palmer of sweet tea at? That guy knows me for real. But that's all I got. That's all I got today. I'm usually a, I'm usually a sweet tea Arnold Palmer guy. You know that. You the real MVP, bro. Um, let's see. What do you think about the live stream business coming out of quarantine? I think it just sped up the future, right? I think it just sped up the future. Business has been, I've been pushing live stream. Most people have been pushing live stream. It's been there, um, but now they're forced to use it or now they're forced to adapt to it faster than they normally would. So it's, you know, I think it's, it's very profitable. If you're in video production, it's very profitable. Um, we, we, we did some live streams before, um, for uh, the city they were doing, um, they were having people run for like city council and we did a live stream, um, of a debate that was local. And we, you know, we try to push a lot of those for things like that. So people can watch from Facebook or something like that. We had a large audience, but, um, I used a sling for that. It was pretty dope. So live sling, live, live streaming is something you definitely want to get into if you're in video production. 106 keywords, too many, way too many. It's hard to be good at 106 things, right? If you got a niche and your niche is training video production company, all you got to do is master. Plus it's expensive to, it's expensive as hell to have your company rank high in 106 things, right? Unless you got Walmart money, it's difficult to do. It's easy. You can, you can take over the world with $200, a Google, a Google ad account and three keywords, right? You'll be surprised at what you can do. Plus it's difficult to bring 106 different keywords or people searching for 106 different things to a website that will appeal to all of those people. Like your, your chances of, um, converting clients reduce is reduced because you're, you know, you're bringing in people on one side of the spectrum that may not, you know, your site is made for people in the middle and you got people everywhere coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just difficult to do. So make life easier for yourself by saying, okay, I'm going to do less and I'm going to do less and I'm going to be more expensive. I'm going to work less and get paid more. Um, I'm going to target one type of customer. We, a lot of people fail because they try to do way too much, way too much. Is product photography a deep enough niche? Yes and no. I would go deeper. What type of product photography, food, apparel, um, property, like what type of product photography? I take it one more, one more, uh, I go one little bit deeper. In your experience, what's the easiest, most money making niche? Depends on your area. Um, man, it's difficult. It's, it's the, the easiest niche is portraits. That's the easiest, not the most money making it. Like there isn't, there isn't one that's both. There's ones that's easy portraits. You can do word of mouth with just the camera. Don't nobody know you. You can probably take some pictures of somebody for $20. Most money making is probably going to be promotional videos. Um, highlight videos, corporate event, highlight videos. Um, and then you got to think of the industry is shifting from a big cash out to subscription base, right? It's, it's shifting from spending $3 a video to rent a movie from Blockbuster and you can spend $20 on one, just for one weekend to $9.99 a month for Netflix and you can get everything. So the industry is shifting from a big payout to subscription model services. I'm telling you now, listen, I'm telling you now, if you're watching this video and you're into videography or photography right now, you need to be thinking of ways to offer subscription-based service. It's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you, get your pen, and your paper and write that down because it's going to make me look like a genius. And I'm going to be like, I told you so it's coming. Companies need video and photo uh, at an ongoing rate for social media because people don't like to see the same video more than once or twice. I had a company and we created the same video six different ways for six different targeted audiences. No lie. 
for the younger audience, we had a, a younger female. For an older audience, we had an older person. It was the same thing. In fact, um, recently we did a video for a business school in one of the local colleges, and we had two videos, a video that was designed to go after their parents. Hey, your, your students are safe. This is a great school. They'll love it. They'll learn their stuff. You know, we'll watch over them, yada, yada, yada. And that same school, we created a video for the kids. Like, yo, we turn up. It's hype here. It's lit. You know what I'm saying? Kids are doing TikTok. Yo, this is the school. Is I'm telling you, same thing, same script. We just reworded it, add a few little lit here and hype there. And this is dope. And yada, yada, yada. Brought in some younger people for that one. And it was the same thing. And it was the, uh, the school had it set up to play on their company website. Um, depending on your age. So anybody 30 and above got this video, anybody um, like 30 and below got that video. So that's just what we're doing, more interactive uh, video. Um, Peep your business now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Um, get everything ready for the second wave. Okay, so he's talking about the second wave of shooting. I believe in positioning yourself correctly and waiting on an opportunity. Okay, let's talk about that. So yes and no, right? In this industry, you're one of two things. You're a hunter or you're a farmer, right? Farmers plant seeds. They wait for things to grow. Hunters go out and eat what they kill, right? It's okay to be both, but don't just be one, right? So plant the seed, build the trap. Make sure you work hard to be where people are. Make sure you work hard to be wherever people look for video production, photography, but often, but still go after clients. I still walk into my my target niche audience um, with information about my brand and my company. I still do both. I don't care if I do $500,000 a year, I'm still walking into doctor's offices saying, hey, because I want to build that relationship. Unless I'm maxed out on clients subscription wise and, you know, and I'm just I'm maxed out and I haven't had time to bring somebody in. But the goal is to be both, be a hunter and a farmer. Don't just be one. If you got to pick one, be a hunter. Don't just be a farmer. So something to think about. My videos are at flashfilmmedia.com. I build brands and develop video content marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and coaches that drive results. I create while uh, you inspire and grow your business. Um, is that niche enough for your business, for your, in your opinion? Yes and no, right? So whenever you create your model or your tagline, um, I want you to read it as your client, right? Because clients only, clients look at everything on your page and say, what am I getting out of this? What am I getting out of the deal? Right. So instead of um, instead of saying that you build brands and develop video marketing strategies, right, that that is. That is good on the surface, but it isn't a direct relation. Like, how are you going to build my what am I getting out of it? You build brands. Okay, what am I getting out of it? Because I built my brand. Like, what am I taking home from working with you? Right. So simply my goal is to my goal is to improve ROI. Right. That's it. That's my main goal is to bring you is a return on the investment. So that is my main goal for working with me. Right. So even when I look at um, even when I look at my model. Right. So my model is is simple. I right? think this is my brand model. Wait, I'm on the wrong stuff. Hold up. My model is very simple. It's a very simple two line, simple discover new ways. Now, instantly I'm pulling you in because you're like, huh? 
So I'm going to teach you. This is what you're getting out of the deal. You're getting the ability to discover new ways. That's one thing you're getting to increase client engagement. That's another thing you're getting. Using digital content. Right. That's another thing you're getting is digital content that is designed to get results. That you're getting four things out of that comment. I didn't say nothing about how we're going to build and grow and do nothing. And I told you what you're getting out of the deal. You're going to discover new ways to increase client engagement using digital content designed to get results. Simple. So you want to make sure you um, you want to make sure you, you you bring it in and simplify it where clients can. They know what they're getting. You're just giving them stuff. You're giving them, giving them, giving them, giving them, giving them. And you want to do less features and more benefits, right? You don't want to say this new Mercedes has the new liquid, um, liquid high temperature solenoid in the seats. They're like, what? You want to say the seat warmers can warm in 0.2 seconds. We offer seat warmers that can go from zero to warm in 0.2 seconds. That's more important than knowing this has the, you know, the new solenoid Stabilitrack coil pack and nobody care about that the only people that care about that are tech guys right or techies right and that's cool that's used a lot in like cameras like they'll list new technologies and give it a name uh, tvs it only works in technology like that when they're selling a product and they want to confuse you um into thinking you're getting more than you're actually getting right so what exactly is dual pixel auto nobody cares it's autofocus it's autofocus period why I got it? This is dual pixel autofocus with the Digi Design 3. Nobody care. What does it do? But tech guys or people, a lot of people buy into technology, don't really know a lot. They just want the latest and greatest. And if I give this a name, people feel like they're getting the latest and greatest. It, it just is what it is. Intel comes out with a new processor every year and just give it a new name so you can feel like it's the latest and greatest. If that was the case, just call it the 2000. This is the 2020 version of the Intel chip. That don't sound as cool as calling it the, uh, this is the Intel IG 3X9 triple core. That sounds, I want that. I'm going to pay extra for that. I'm not going to pay extra for the Intel 2020. It's just not going to happen. And it's the same thing. So when you're selling products to people who want technology, Listing the the um, the feature and the name is cool, but when you're selling to business owners who want a the number one thing is they want a return on their investment. If you can make your business owner money, he's going to be happy and buy from you again. Period. My goal is to make you money. Because if I make you money, I'm gonna make me money. Period. How can I do that? What feature? What what benefit can I provide to you that will make you money? Right. And I will take whatever your pain point is, whatever you're hurting, whatever reason you got you here. And I will turn that into a solution that makes you money. Nobody buys content just to have it. Right. And that's that's the thing that is the hardest hurdle to jump over when you come from doing portraits where people aren't buying stuff from you to make profit to business where it's completely about profit. Take your emotion out of it. Take what you think. Nobody care. They want to make money off content, period. So I'm going to help you make money off content. Now, what helps me to do that is being, in, you know, being in my niche and knowing about your industry. That's why it's important to have that, to know your the industry and only focus on that one industry because I know enough about it where I've seen people be successful. I know what works and what don't work, and I can help you make money, period. They don't care about the other stuff. Nobody in business is buying content for no other reason other than to make money. If you understand that and you walk in the door and your solution involves them making more money, you will win. Even if it's a training video, you will win. So coming from portraits and weddings, that's not the case. They want pretty nice looking. They care about, you know, how glamorous and nice it look. Business owners don't give a damn. They want to make money, talk money with them cats. Elijah looking at him in the super chat. He said, good night, boys. Yesterday live and today live has really reminded me uh, to position myself as a specialist company. When you say uh, don't set up another job, set up a company. I needed to hear that. Cheers. Good looking out on the super chat. Yes. Don't don't create a job for yourself. Create a business. 
yesterday live. If it's not on there, I'll make sure it's on there in a second. It probably went unlisted. It probably just went to the member section, which the Thursday chats are going to be members only. The review ones, those are going to be members, member section only, but it probably went unlisted. I'll get that for you. Uh, I'll get that up for you in a few seconds. But, um, you know, it, it's something that you got to think about. Like, you got to think about the business side and you want to get out of the idea of offering all this cute, bubbly, great images. It's not, they don't care about that. You, If you give somebody a picture of a blurry picture that is out of focus, pointing at the wall, and they post it on their website and they make a thousand dollars off of it, they will come back and ask for it over and over again. That that live chat from yesterday is now live. Um, they will come back and ask for it over and over again. So um they don't they don't care about how it looks. Nope, they don't they don't care, bro. I, I wish I can tell you like somebody's gonna sit there and be like, oh, you know that the colors is nope. All of that is driven by money. All of it is driven. Business is in business to make money. You got to know that first before you walk in the door, right? As a soldier in the United States Army, the guy across from you who who has the different color uniform on, his job is to kill you. His job is to go home to his family. That is his job, right? When I hit the dirt and I got my weapon and I see that man, he's not there to talk. He's not there to be friendly. He's not there to, to miss. His job is to go home to his family. Right. Only one of y'all going. Is it going to be you or is it going to be him? And if you hesitate. You're going to be in a box, period. Business is just like that. Right. That that guy is there to try to make money. He's trying to put another business out of business. Right. He's there to take care of his family and, you know, not go back to work in a nine to five. Right. If you can be an asset to him, if you can offer him a tool, if you can offer him a solution that helps him do that, if you you look like an arms dealer, if you can offer him a missile that will eliminate the competition or give him a heads up on the competition and some new, new weapon, he's going to buy from you over and over again. He's going to buy from you over and over again, period. So offer him a solution that that lines his pockets and you will never not have a client. You will never not have a client. Um, so real quick, you say you reached out to the gentleman that I um, used on Fiverr for Google ads. I do wedding videography. He suggested Google over Facebook because Google users are more ready to purchase. Um, thoughts? Hey, those guys have made me money over and over again. I trust them. I can understand that, though. I can understand that Google's yes. Google's where people go to look for businesses. Some, Facebook is where people go to post pictures and post memes. And if they happen to see it, then that's cool. But Google is where you go when you, you know, when your pipe bursts, you don't go to Facebook looking for a plumber. If you just, that's why plumbers, you don't see a lot of plumbers on Facebook. You go to Google cause you need somebody to come fix your pipe now, right? Often in weddings, you may need a videographer now. Hey, I want to get a videographer. I don't want to wait till I'm scrolling and see something. If I see something and that's cool, but yeah, Google's definitely the place. He said, we all can relate to the arm dealer's reference more than the ex-girlfriend. I, I got, I'm going to find a, I'm going to find an ex-girlfriend. Uh, we're going to put some ex-girlfriend analogies in here somewhere, but it's something you got to think about. So again, back to the original subject, your portfolio site, your boring portfolio of just, Video and music and your website with a thousand pictures and your Flickr account and your Instagram don't offer a solution. It, it just don't. Uh, and, and if you're dry, you're spending money to take people to it, they're going to be like, okay, cute pictures next. How can this make me money? How can this make me money? How can this make me money? That is all business owners think about. How can this make me money? When I buy a camera, how can this make me money? I invested in a better microphone. How can this make me money? That's that's just business. If you're not thinking like that, you got to think like that. It's nothing wrong with thinking like that. Um, how long is the pre-production stage usually for you? For some reason, I see it being difficult for some clients uh, to get them to realize what you should do. OK, so 
um, my pre-production stage is normally, it depends on the size of the project, right? I'll give you an example. I had a project where um, the client was a um, what, interior designer. So our pre-production stage is fairly short, two, three days. Script, come up with the script. I, I'll tell you this in a minute, but come up with the script. I, I don't, I work with the script. I'm not showing up just shooting, right? Because I need to know what we're doing. I need to know if it makes sense. I need to know if it's going to work for you. So script is first. I usually give it about, because I use Fiverr guys. It's a guy I use to write my scripts when I do video production and I charge clients for it. I know how long he usually takes. I know what the rush delivery charge is. So I usually order it with rush delivery charge and still make a profit. I know that that's a two, three day process, right? So that's usually rolled into my pre-production. I may add an extra two days just because. So may, let's say your pre-production is five days to have a script. I may give a client time to come back and say, yeah, let's change that. Let's do this. Let's move that. So that may give you an extra day. But I don't even plan a shoot date until I have pre-production lockdown. Or with we're within our final revisions of, of locking it down. I'm not showing up just shooting anything. Remember I told you amateurs show up and they shoot whatever, hoping they got something. Pros plan it out. They get there, they do it, they're done. So that is what I usually do. So pre-production can depend on what all is involved. Location, script. I'm having a script, right? I had a client recently like, let's just, he just wants you to just show up and just shoot and we'll just figure it out and edit. No, we won't. I'll be damned if I'll be sitting there editing your footage for two weeks because you didn't know what you want. No, I, we're going to figure this out beforehand because I'm going to tell you what B-roll we're going to capture while you're talking about what while we're talking about the talking points on the script. And I don't want you to be shocked when I deliver it to you. Like, I don't know about you. This is what you agreed to. So you got to make sure you go in with a plan. 99 Designs is the place I said for to get a really good logo. 99 Designs. So you want to have as much, and that process comes from years of having people who didn't know what they want. So you have to go in with a structure, right? It's called systems and processes. It's one of the most valuable parts of your business, right? What made made McDonald's great wasn't their cheeseburgers. It was the fact that you can get a cheeseburger in two minutes because they had a system and process in place that allowed them to kick out cheeseburgers. Cars didn't make Ford great. It was the assembly line. It was the system and process that he had, which every single car company copied. That's how valuable it was. And he was able to make cars cheaper, make them more affordable, and he sold more Model Ts than anybody. That system and process is something that you have to put in place when you're dealing with a client. You can't just walk in there and eyeball it. Like, uh, this time we going to, nope, here's your form you fill out to tell me what you want. This is the. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next up, we're going to meet and talk about it. Come up with a game plan. I'm going to deliver that game plan to you. You're going to approve it. We're going to set up a start date. We're going to shoot it. I know we're there for four hours, so we're going to take an hour to do interviews, two hours to do B-roll, and another hour to do drone shots, and we're gone. I'm a, I'm a, you know, that shoot is on a Monday. I'm going to have the first drive back to you in five business days. From there, you'll have 72 hours to approve it or request changes. You know what I'm saying? After you you get a second round of revisions, video delivery date should be on the 15th. I know that, you know, how many of those can I juggle at once? I know where I can layer them. I know if I'm in a revision process, I can go out and shoot something else. And I have that process together in order. And I know what the typical turnaround time is. That's important for you to have that system and process in place and that system in place. Because let's say you want to go take a trip July 15th, right? How do you know what's the last date you can book a video job if you don't know how long it's going to take you to finish it? If you got a client nagging you about, oh, let's change. How do you know? I've had that happen to me before where I had to like almost not make it on a trip or take my laptop and my editing stuff on a trip because I'm going to do revisions instead of saying, yo, you got this amount of time to make the revision. 72 hours. Are we locking it in? I'm not waiting for you to call me back two weeks from now and I got to pull footage. It's not happening. 
I got a life. I got stuff to do. So we're going to go. This is what's going to happen. So you have to have that in place or you will get screwed. And you got to take into account your labor costs, right? Your labor is is important. So I'll put my script guy on on my on, pay, on my Fiverr page. Today we're going with cherry vanilla Coca Cola. Anyway, I will put that uh I will put that on the page in a minute. Tried to fight it, but yeah, I got to specialize. You got to special. You're not expensive if you're not specializing in stuff, right? Like I said before, what company don't specialize in nothing? What company sells everything? Walmart. Do Walmart are they expensive? Nope. They know their value is in having everything for cheap. Period. That's how they compete. Target has smaller stores unless you go to a super duper Target, and they're usually a little more expensive, right? If you go to Home Depot that just specialize in, you know, home remodeling and things like that, they're a little bit more expensive than Walmart. If you go to a um, store that just specializes in paint, house paint, they're going to be more expensive than Home Depot. Now, the further you go up this list, the more um, information and the, the better equipped sales reps you'll get. The more information you'll get, better information because you'll re- you'll reach people that know more about exactly what you need. If you want some information on paint, you go to a paint shop and that guy can talk paint with you all day and night. You need to lay a primer down. You need to strip this. You, need- you go to Walmart and catch somebody walking through the paint. They're like, "Uh, we got it. You blue is over there. I can take you to it. I don't know. Uh, people say it's good. People say they use it. You go to a paint sh- store." That guy's going to tell you everything about that paint. He's going to pop it open. He's going to put a stick in it. He's going to show you that this is what you want because you get this and you got, that's what you want. And you're willing to spend more money for that than you would for somebody like, uh, paint over there. It's just a night and day difference. There are people who want the best of the best and they're, they want to work with experienced people who can help them get that. When we're talking about a business that wants to get a return on their investment. They want to make money from it. They want the best. They don't want somebody just pointing to the aisle. They want somebody that's going to explain everything. So, fun film. We're looking out on the Super Chat. Super Chat Hall of Famer. Um, best range lens for, like, real estate and automotive shooting from a Blackmagic Pocket Cinema camera with stabilization. I have the Viltrax adapter. Okay. Those are two different things, but we're going to tackle them both. Um, you know what? You can get one lens that'll do it. Sigma. 18 to 35 f1.8. That is one of probably my favorite lens. That if you got video and you ain't got a Sigma 18 to 35 f1.8, bro, I don't know what you're doing. That lens is the truth.com. That lens is everything. I love that lens. I love that lens. Um, it's just dope. It, it's 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 wide. It's dope. Um. Yeah, I, that's the one I would go with. I just, I don't, I don't, yeah. Someone say Panasonic 12 to 35. That's, yeah, that's cool. Walmart is selling to the masses. We're small business. People can't be that. Being a specialist is good for us. Yes, it's being a specialist is less work. Listen, your chances of being successful is much greater being a specialist. It's less work for you. It's less cost of advertisement. It's less of a startup cost. It's bigger payouts. Way bigger payouts, right? Um, you get to focus on one field. It's less of a mental headache to focus on service-based companies than everybody. If you do product photography and you only do apparel, it's so much easier to do just apparel, just the lighting, the lenses, the equipment it takes to get it than it is to do everything. Trust me. Now, once you blow up and you start making good money, you can peel off into something else. People often think multiple sources of income come from you starting 10 different jobs at a time. It's not the case. It comes from you focusing on just creating Coca-Cola. Then you create Cherry Coke. Then you create Diet Coke. Then you create Coke Zero. But you got to focus on Coca-Cola first. 
right? You got to be a cola expert before you go off and be Coke and you start buying water companies and juice companies and Snapple. And they started with one thing. That's what you got to do until you get the money coming in and you can you can assign other people to focus on the other parts. Be Coca-Cola. Somebody say, who want to sell me their Sigma 1835? Nobody's selling them Sigmas, man. They're good. They're good. Um, also, Walmart don't take the time to train properly. The associates have high turn- turnover, and it's not the way for us. Um, we'll never have Walton money. They don't train you well. It's too much stuff to train them on. Right. It's you literally get a you literally get a department. You learn where everything at. You learn a few things. on. It's too much stuff to train you. And they sell too much stuff. Way too much stuff. Right. They sell way too much stuff. There's no way to train people because they need them to work anywhere. And there's nowhere to train people. So, um, you know, how often do you follow up with, with potential clients before you stop chasing? So I have a pullback method. Right. Um, that often works in dating. Here you go, fun film. You ready? Listen, this is a sales technique. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to let you get your pen and your paper ready. Hold up. Because it's something I want you to use. Because I guarantee you when I tell you, you're going to be like, I've been on the receiving end of that. Okay. Right? If you are, this only works if you're a specialist. This only works if you are a beast in your niche. It's called a pullback method. Hey, we sent you guys a proposal. We're slammed. You know, maybe this, maybe this project is not right for you. Maybe this is, this is, you know, maybe this is a little too much for what you guys are doing. How about you guys give us a call when you're ready to move forward? You're challenging people to say, hey, maybe you can't afford, not, not necessarily say, hey, you, maybe you can't afford this, but maybe this is too much for you. Maybe this is too much car for you. Let me take you over to the to the smaller cars. No, I can afford this because that's what people say. I, I could, I got enough money to buy this, right? It works. So with clients, right? I don't do a lot of chasing. I do one or two follow ups, and I send them a hey. You know, maybe this, maybe the, what we propose is a little too much. I don't say price. I don't say content. Whatever. Whenever you're ready to move forward, here's my number. I got stuff to do. I got other clients to help. You know, hey, we're packed, we're booked. Um, or hey, you know, I listen, um our our schedule is closing. Maybe you're not in a position to take advantage of this right now. And that's fine. Um, you know. You know, here's my here's my here's our number. Contact us when you when you have time. I can't guarantee you that th- this proposal would not be valid after 30 days. We can redo a proposal for you. Um, and you can use that with Dayton. Hey, hey girl, uh, you, you plan, you, you BSing. I'm trying to, uh, you know, maybe I'm not the right guy for you. Peace. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be your bae. I'm trying to be your guy and you out here in the streets. Maybe you like being in the streets and that's cool. If that's your thing. You like, you like doing some, some strange, some strange for some change. It's not what I'm looking for. So I'm just going to back out. You know, I'll see you later. Sometimes people are like, no, wait a minute. I'm just, I was just not. You got to call a bluff sometimes. Can corporate headshots and corporate talking head videos exist together? You mean as in offering them or um, do you mean, you mean offering them or you mean talking heads and then pulling a frame and making it a, a headshot? That's not cool. But they can exist together. But you can't talking heads. Um, talking heads don't have value by themselves. If you go into a client, be like you know what, I'm gonna shoot the best talking head you ever seen. They're like, what? That's not a solution. That's a drug, right? That's not a you know. Uh, you want to offer that solution along with, hey, you know, we want to talk about your brand, and in doing so, I prescribe a video with a little bit of talking heads and some B roll. You, talking here by itself just don't it just doesn't uh it doesn't do nothing it doesn't it is just, just you know it's just a part of it it's nothing that a client would be like that's gonna make me money no it's 
So make sure that you uh make sure that you uh keep that in mind as you you know as you move forward. Make sure you keep that in mind. <laughs> Ralph says, uh, first video I watched back in January or February, I told my wife, this guy's going to make me a lot of money. Don't vote for crack, vote for smack. That's right. So it's just something to think about. Do you think targeting realtors in real estate right now would be smart for the future? Um, or do you think another avenue in real estate is the way to go? Now, that depends on the solution that you're offering, right? It depends on the solution that you're offering. Um, realtors want to sell houses right now. They want to sell houses right now. In fact, I have a client that's a, a realtor that I'm meeting with tomorrow. So they're definitely out there doing it. Um, so yeah, depends on what your niche is. Talking head alone would be boring. You're right. MTB production say talking heads would be boring. People watching it will stop. You got to be able to add some B-roll to it. A talking head alone does nothing for a client. They don't understand how it benefits them. Talking head is camera guy lingo. They don't get it, right? They just don't know the benefits of it, right? It needs to be a part of a package. It needs to be a part of a package. It's kind of like um, your doctor saying, you need to do this type of stretching. And you're like, what? When in, what you really need is physical training. And as a part of that physical training, these type of stretches will help you recover from your plantar fasciitis. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the solution is helping you not have plantar fasciitis again. And in doing so, one of the little small pieces is this particular method of stretching. That's a part of your physical training, which will help you. It's, just, it's a part of the solution to never have plantar fasciitis again or to overcome this version of it. So you want to make sure that you don't they don't care about that lingo. Like you don't care about that stretch. You just want to stop hurting. Right. You want to be able to walk again without being in pain. You want the solution. Your business owner want to make money. Offer the solution. <laughs> selling bricks. Fun film says selling bricks and gasoline to peaceful protesters is a good niche right now. Yeah, if you want to get them thrown 